This is Whole Backstage Live, and you're listening to our 13 Days of Halloween. Taken from Catherine Tucker Wyndham's 13 Alabama Ghosts and Jeffrey. This first compilation of Alabama ghost stories brings you famous ghosts and locations from throughout the mid to late 1800s. Shadows of the unrest which plagued the South during the Civil War. You can still visit some of these locations even to this day. Others have long since been reclaimed by the earth and trees and creeping vines. Thirteen individual readers will share with you these stories of love lost, unbearable tragedy, unsettled ghostly apparitions, and untimely death. Look for a new episode daily until October 31st. Today, we learn of the ghostly happenings which disturbed many young courtships in The Spectre in the Maze at Cahaba. Annabellum Cahaba was a very pleasant place to live. There seemed to be no limit to the round of entertainment and visiting in the Dallas County town. Fine carriages awaited the arrival of each boat at the Cahaba Landing to convey passengers to the home where they would be guests. Down Vine Street, Cahaba's principal business section, they drove past its paved walks shaded by ancient water oaks, mulberries, and chinaberry trees. Past the newspaper office, the churches, the stores, the telegraph office. Just outside town was the racetrack. Sometimes the riders who won the race would receive a silver trim saddle as prize, but some of the spectators won far more valuable monetary trophies. Beyond the racetrack was a secluded spot where cockfighting and occasionally gander pulling attracted the younger gentlemen of the neighborhood. These sports, however, were frowned upon by the elders who frequent them never talked about these events at home. If the guests drove through Cahaba in the afternoon, they would likely see the town's lawyers and doctors sitting along the shady sidewalks with their chairs tilted back and their feet resting upon the snarled tree trunks, laughing and talking until the lengthened shadows signaled time for supper. There was a salt marsh hall, the scene of masked balls, enactments of romantic scenes from Byron and more fanciful tableau, and political orations with fiery talk of secession. Here at Salt Marsh Hall, the battle flag was presented to Cahaba Rifles before the unit departed for service in the Confederate Army. The flag, which was in front of every field battle from Manassas to Fredericksburg, was accepted by Colonel Piggs, commanding officer of Cahaba Rifles, Company F, 5th Alabama Regiment. It was this Confederate officer Colonel Piggs, 
who owned the property at which the ghostly phenomenon bearing his name manifested itself. There was grander and costlier homes of Cahaba than the one occupied by Colonel Piggs and his family, but none could surpass it in hospitality. The house had been a jail during the early 1820s-1826, when Cahaba was the capital of Alabama, a background that provided Pig's family with much amusement. After Colonel Pig's purchased the property, he planned to supervise the renovation so expertly that it bore no resemblance to the place of incarceration it had once been. The Pig's home fronted Pine Street and occupied the entire block between Pine and Chestnut. Magnolia trees, Lombardi pines, and oaks grew about the grounds. Flowers, gardens, and fountains added to the tranquil beauty of the place. The most distinctive feature of the premises was the most enjoyed by the young guest. It was the labyrinth, or maze of thick cedars. No place in Cahaba was more popular with couples out for a stroll than this evergreen labyrinth and leisurely walks through the pig's maze had become part of a ritual of courtship in Cahaba. It was that one soft moonlight night in the spring of 1862, a Confederate soldier and his sweetheart were promenading in the pig's garden. He had only a few days leave and there was much he wanted to say to the beautiful girl beside him. Before the promenade began, the young people had paid a proper call to the elders of the pig's home. The soldier perhaps had brought the message to Colonel Piggs, who was then in Virginia with Cahaba rifles. This duty discharged, they now turned their thoughts from the tragedy of the war to the joy of their reunion. Their stroll led them naturally to the maze of cedars. They had entered one of the circular walks leading to the center of the labyrinth when a large, white glowing ball darted towards them. It appeared to be floating in the air a few feet above the ground, as though controlled by some powerful but invisible force. The ball played a taunting game with them, swerving from one side of the walk to the other, and then hovering directly in front of the couple almost daring them to catch it. Then it would recede and disappear in the thick cedars, reappearing seconds later right beside the startled pair. The soldier being accustomed to having solid and logical explanations for all happenings was at a loss to explain the annex of the luminous ball or to account for its origin. But he decided it was an illusion caused by reflection of the moonlight on some object hidden from their view. Don't be frightened, he said, putting his arm gently and protectively around the girl's waist. It's just some trick of the moonlight was playing. Let's walk towards the house. I'm sure the thing won't appear again. But it did. They had retraced their steps only a short distance through the maze when the bright sphere appeared in front of them and began performing all sorts of gyrations. This time, motivated by both curiosity and aspiration, the soldier jumped towards the object and tried to catch it. 
but just as he had seemed to have it in his grasp, the ball swirled away and disappeared completely. When the young people returned to the pigs with their strange story, they were accused of being moonstruck. However, the account of the encounter with the apparition was upsetting to the women of the household who wished more feveredly than ever that Colonel Pigs were at home to protect them from whatever it was that convorted around the night. After its initial appearance, the dancing ball of light was seen by several others. Their stories of erotic behavior differ only in small details from the accounts given by the couple who first saw it. The phenomenon became known as Pig's Ghost. The stories of its annex were told throughout the countryside. Strolling in the maze became more popular than ever as the couple hoped and yet feared that they might have an encounter with the eerie object. And what girl could object to having strong protective arm around her at such a frightening surroundings? Colonel Piggs himself probably never heard about the ghostly ball which bears his name. He was mortally wounded in the Battle of Gaines Mill, Virginia on June 27, 1862 and died July 15, the same year, 1862. He was buried at Hollywood Cemetery in Richmond, Virginia. When the news of his death reached Cahaba, a Negro boy ringing a bell went from house to house carrying a black bordered funeral notice. From the messenger's shoulders flowed black streamers known as whimpers, the Cahaba custom which was long since disappeared. Gone too are the old pig's home, the flowering shrubs, the fountains, and the maze. A few clumps of old-fashioned jonquils and some scattered piles of broken brick were all that remained to mark the scene where the strangely bright pig's ghost caused such excitement more than a century ago. But stories of the glowing balls are still told, and occasionally a fisherman returning home late at night from an outing on the river or a hunter trying to follow the baying of his hound will report seeing a white fireball near where circles and cedars once provided background for a supernatural display. You have been listening to Hold Backstage Live. Special thanks to Penny Snap for voicing this episode of our 13 Days of Halloween. Tune in tomorrow for another Alabama ghost story. This has been a production of the Holback Stage Inc. and Holback Stage Live on WBSL Radio. Please, please, please take the time to visit our website and check the show description for a link to all of our social media. Follow us for upcoming events and announcements about what you can look forward to on our production calendar. Contact this show at holbackstagelive at gmail.com for sponsorship opportunities. Imagine your name reaching all of our listeners through our episodes. I know, crazy, right? Thank you for listening. Keep coming back and stay kind.